Good day, everybody, and what's up? Welcome to the podcast for Selfless Sex and She Comes First. My name is Dr. Nick, sitting here on December 1st. December 1st. And once again, I had another monthly high for podcast listens. So I thank all you guys out there, iTunes, Spotify, even with the headache that Spotify caused or whatever else. I couldn't figure out what was going on. I still got a new monthly high. So thank you guys for listening and hitting those thumbs up and the like buttons. And it really means it actually does make a big difference. So thank you so much. So I'm going to switch it up right here and talk about today's topic. Because I know I have a lot of people out there who are single who also listen to this podcast. And they've been asking me from time to time to do something for them. So I have a friend who I used to work with. Her name is Rhea. And Rhea is, in my opinion, she's an old soul. She's very wise. And she shows up in my Facebook feed when I need to hear something positive from her. I'm sure many of you have friends that are just like that. They just, they show up when you need to hear something from them. So I've been on the fence about doing this topic. The quote she sent out to everyone is this. Abandonment trauma will lead you to sabotage your relationships as a way to affirm your fears. Think about that for a second. I'm going to read it again. Abandonment trauma will lead you to sabotage your relationships as a way to affirm your fears. So that's one of the heaviest statements I've heard in a long time. And I, I also believe it to be very true, to be very true. So today, I want to talk about being single during the holiday season, because I can say that I've, I've been there before, and real talk, it's, it was not a pleasant experience. You know, it's just... I can't lie. You know, I'm not going to sit here in front. No, everything was great. No, we did all this shit. No, no, it, it was not fun at all. But since it's still me, of course, I'm going to come at it just a little bit of a different angle. And I'm going to cite and quote from different articles just, just to try to put this together. So hopefully, hopefully people can look at being single during the holiday season through different eyes. You got me? So let's talk about that today. Right off the bat, I have to apologize for this podcast being just a little bit longer than my usual 10-minute podcast, because there are several sections that I have to get through, and I'm going to start right now. And I'm going to quote a study, because it's very telling, I want you to pay attention to what I say. And the title of this study is, U.S. Marriage Rates May Be Dipping Because of a Shortage of Financially Stable Men. So it goes on to say, I'm just going to read from the study. Researchers found that women's potential and hypothetical husbands would have an average income that is 58% higher than the actual unmarried men currently available to unmarried women. The hypothetical potential husbands were also estimated to be 30% more likely to be employed and 19% more likely to have a college degree. So in other words, What real unmarried men have to offer doesn't match up to what unmarried women want. So think about this for a second. Let's take a step back and look at the divorce rate, which is is still sitting around 50% nationwide. And among blacks, it's 66%. 
So in other words, yeah, two thirds of black marriages fail. My question is, as you can just see that we're already at a disconnect from each other, would marriage solve that problem? Or in, in other words, is marriage always the answer? So right here, I'm gonna switch it up just a little bit and read something to you from Michael Bateson called, Are You Single During the Holidays? The holidays should be happy times, but for many singles, it's a reminder that they are alone. And although they, are, they generally enjoy their friends and family and time off of work, there are moments when, when they wonder if they're ever going to find the one. They look across the dinner table at their coupled friends and relatives and see them laughing and engaging with their children. And at night, they sleep alone in the guest bedroom or at the hotel. Yes, those feelings of desiring a partner, a partner do pass, but it still hurts, even just a little. And being single isn't just about being uncoupled. It's about feeling single when, even when you are in a relationship. That's the ultimate gut punch. As you sit there next to your partner, you know deep down inside that you're not happy. You watch your family members and friends hold hands, kiss and flirt, but you struggle to show genuine, genuine affection while sitting next to the person on the sofa. So how many of us actually have been in this situation or we actually seen it? Because yes, being single during the holidays, you get invited over to friends' houses and you're the odd person out or the third wheel. And it's never really, it's, for speaking on the eye, it's never been a really good feeling before. And at the same time, if you've ever been in a situation before um, where you're like, when I was married and I had to go to my, go to her family's house and we weren't doing well at all, but we still had to act like we were and talk about being a, a gut punch, that's like the ultimate gut punch. So, and at the same time, you may actually know people who are going through this situation right now where yes, they are married, but they have to put on a happy face when they go out in public. But truth be told, they're already talking about separating and things like that. And to make matters even worse, let's say that you've been dating someone for a while now and you bring them home and, and like to meet your family again, but it still doesn't count. It's like, because you're not married, you're just playing house. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, no matter what you do, you can't win. Yeah, so you've been dating this person for a long time and maybe they haven't popped the question yet or you haven't popped the question yet or whatever reason, but when you go home to, to visit, it still does not matter to the point where you may even have to sleep in separate bedrooms because you're not married, which, in, you know, and if that's the house rules, that's the house rules. What can you say about that? So my question is, if you're single or quote unquote single, what can you do? Because what you may just have to do is tell Uncle Pookie and them to have several seats and go ahead kick rocks. Because as I mentioned earlier on, we're already missing each other where men have this and women want this. So there's already that disconnect going. So you may have to try to wait around and or look around and or date around to try to find that person whom you are looking for. 
And also, I'm going to quote an article here from the Wall Street Journal, which happened to show up in my Facebook feed recently, regarding being single. If you, quote, if you have a fear of being single, this undermines your well-being. So she goes on to say, try to live your happiest life right now. If you treat, treat yourself like you, like you are dating someone. So in other words, don't wallow in misery. Go out, do something. Or if you're an introvert, you know, you can always, you know, probably connect with your friends on the Internet or whatever. But you have to live your best life, whatever that is in your eyes. I cannot define that for you. Only you know what that is. And or you know what? You may actually have to go out and discover that best life because you may not know. Because you may be so preoccupied of trying to find this partner that doesn't, that may or may not exist, you're missing life. This article is actually not, not that bad. There is some pie in the sky type of stuff going on here. But what she's saying is do what you have to do, take care of yourself, and live your best life. So, in closing out today's podcast, I have to say, I promise next week I'll go back to talking about threesomes and foursomes and toss and salad and all the other fun sexual stuff that I typically do. But um, I really wanted to start this month off kind of mellow and have some real talk about some real issues with, um, with you guys who are listening. So thank you once again. And speaking on the eye here, I can say the one mistake that I almost made was a few months ago after I got out of a relationship with a nice woman for about, we were together for almost two years and it ended. And I was just like, I'm done, screw this mess. I'm tired of everything. And I was talking to someone named Miss Gia. And she said to me, you shouldn't do that because when the right person comes along, you will miss them because you, you, you've already decided that you're not going to do anything and you've already, you already closed the shop. So I was like, all right, Miss Gia, yeah, come on now. She was like, just trust me because she has a lot more wisdom than I, I wish I could ever possess. <laughs> so that's, that's my message to you guys out there is that you have to keep, your, keep an open mind, keep looking for the, for the person, but the worst thing you can do is shut yourself down. So right here, I'm going to end with the, the final quote from Michael Bates, and again, the same article. And he gives some advice, and he goes on to say this. My advice to single people is to celebrate your single life to the fullest. You can't control when a compatible person comes along. Be ready, stay positive, and make room so that when a worthy partner comes along, you don't have to make changes to your life or lifestyle. Your home and heart will already be open. Wise words. So on that note, I'm out. To all my single people out there, stay strong. You will make it through this holiday season. Stay tuned, everybody. I'll talk to you soon.